0: I'm, I'm fighting pancreatic cancer. I just found out while I was in Texas. But they started giving me a timeline. I walked out. I said, I don't care. So I'm going to roll till the wheels fall off.
1: Tex says he doesn't want to think too much about his health, and he just wants to let the chips fall where they may. He says he sleeps by the courthouse in downtown Reno, but has been derailed by multiple trespassing charges. He used to do physical labor, but he was also recently hit by a car. How do you keep going when the odds are so stacked against you? Our Biggest Little Streets podcast reporter for this episode is Lucia Starbuck. I'm the Our Town Reno coordinator, Nico Colombens. Thanks for taking a closer listen to those struggling in our community. This is Lucia Starbuck with Our Town Reno. I'm at Barbara Bennett Park with Tex. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing all
1: Where do you sleep at night? Anywhere I can. Is there a spot that you you
0: usually go to? The courthouse. How is it over
1: there?
0: They don't bother us. we got permission. We're all good. We can go up. As long long as we abide by their rules, it's all good. What are the rules? We can't go up till 1130, and we have to be out before court opens, which we're out by by 530, 6 o'clock. As long as we clean up mess, don't leave anything, they don't mind. That's good. And
1: how long have you been living on the street? I've been
0: out here on the streets often um, going on eleven years.
1: Where are you from? Texas. How would you come to Reno and why'd you come to Reno? Well the idea
0: was go to Vegas, spent two days there. Me and a buddy moved from the backwoods of Missouri. And I was like, No, nah, in two days in Vegas, they like, nah, take me back to the woods. But we ended up here and and then we spent about a month or two here, and then he just up and disappeared on me one day, left me with the hotel room and all that, and left a note. Said I'm going back to Cali with my kids. When
1: was that?
0: About 11 years ago.
1: What do you think about Reno? Right
0: it's all right. Well, it's 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 all right, but it's still a piece of shit town. It really is.
1: Why
0: do you say that? It just is. I mean, the way they treat homeless and everything. I mean, it's even worse than Texas. It's against the law to be homeless in Texas. They'll put you in jail, which ain't a big deal. Three hots and a cot. Were you
1: homeless in Texas? No.
0: Too much work down there. I was in the oil and gas fields. What, what are some jobs you've worked in Stores. Everything. Mostly restaurants. I've been in oil and gas fields. I, did, I ran a sawmill in Missouri. Everything. Are you working right now? No, Looking. I'm currently injured, so every time I line up work, I got hit by a car a couple weeks ago just walking down the sidewalk. And you said
1: a few months ago you got a ticket in the park for smoking a cigarette. Will you tell me about
0: that? Me and my buddy were just sitting by the bathroom over there having a cigarette and two bicycle cops rolled up and they said, there's no smoking in the park. Since when? I said, I haven't seen the sign. He said, it's over there. But if you notice that sign's way up there, 12, 12 foot up on that pole. I mean, come on. Put a big sign, no smoking. Two hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. They couldn't throw a penny in there. I didn't even go to court. And it didn't come up when I got arrested, so apparently they didn't even bother with it. That means the police weren't gonna show up to court if we fought it. How do you think people living on the streets are treated in Reno? It depends on how they carry themselves. That's the problem with the homeless. Like our group, us all here right here. We try to look respectful enough, you know. The other people, they're strung out on their drugs and everything. I mean, we smoke pot. I drink. None of these people drink, except my, my buddy here. I make I'm out here. We just smoke our pot and stick to ourselves. All the people that do the hard crap, they go to the back of the park over there. And
1: do you have, like, a lot of friends out here?
0: Everybody knows me. Everybody, they don't know who I am, really, but they know my text. They know Tex.
1: If they don't know who you are, what's something that a lot, not, not, not a lot of people know
0: about you? Well, my name, for one. There's only very few people know that. Police know it, but they still call me text.
1: And why do you go by Tex?
0: My accent and where I'm from. Born and raised. You In a way. The only thing I missed about it was my mom. That's the only reason I went back for a couple of years. I got a phone call, she passed, I was gone. Went down there for a couple of years, work, had me a camper and a truck, and then me and my pops got into it. He said, I'm gonna get you a ticket wherever you want to go, get the hell out of Texas, don't ever come back, you're not my son. We never been real tight. I'm a mama boy. I ended up back here.
1: How do you get food and stuff while
0: you're out here? I mean, if you go hungry on these streets, you the lazy, stupid, or you just don't care. We're strung out on drugs and you don't need to eat. But there's always, there's options for food. We sit out here every day, people bring food out here to us, you know. We have nice people that come and help us, you know. They bring us clothes, clubs, stuff like that. Hand warmers. I mean, a lot of people help out the homeless. It's just a lot of the homeless aren't willing to accept help. And it's not accepting it, they just, they're so spun out on drugs and everything else that they don't care. What do you mean? Just
1: what's
0: a, what day do you what kind of days do you look forward to? Waking up and able
1: to move and walk. How do you get around?
0: On oh, my legs is, <laughs> is it
1: difficult? I
0: hobble and walk, but I get there. It ain't gonna stop me. But uh yeah, I just get around the best I can. Is
1: there that's
0: you out. I need a job. Well job's not the problem, it's being able to do a job. Like I said, I, every time I line something up, I get hurt. I haven't even got my arm fixed yet. What happened? Broke it. Um, is it hard to get care? Uh, I got Medicaid. But about all the hospitals care about it anymore. You go in there. I went in for the broken arm. They just put it in the splint and sent me on my way. Went in for both my broken ankles. I broke this one first, my right one. I when they I come to when they well, woke up, I had nine screws and a plate in my ankle, and then two months later, I fractured this one in three places. And all they did was just wrap it up, give me crutches, and have a nice day. I had to walk from the hospital back to here on crutches and two ankles and one in a moon boot and one wrapped up, they just let me walk. How long did it take you to get there? About probably forty-five minutes from now. I made it though. What is your main message to the world? Well, um, yeah, keep up the faith and just show love. Oh, there is There's too much negative shit in this world as is.
1: Just
0: smoke weed, be happy.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Tonics. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this Rtown Reno podcast episode. Here we have stories about gentrification, life on the streets, the affordable housing crisis. Find us on Facebook at Our Town, Reno, at OurTownReno.com, and on Instagram at BiggestLittleStreets. Check back in for next week's episode or delve into our archives and remember, help each other out.